which I guess goes into the third point, which is boundaries. Boundaries are how you can protect your priorities and your time, even boundaries around your time blocks and boundaries around people. And you even have priorities with your relationships. You know, I think um, as a recovering people pleaser, a trap that I used to fall into, it's not a business example, but um, helping other people and meeting the needs of other people. And then my husband's like, Hey, like, I'd like your help with something. And I'm like, whatever, I'll get to you later. I'm like, okay, well, like my priorities, that doesn't align with my, my life mission and purpose, because I want to have a strong marriage and a really good foundation for my family. And so I realized I was not in alignment and making my husband and his needs a higher priority is essential um, to make everything else run smoothly. And, you know, helping a random stranger with something because they happen to ask is not the best use of my time. And I need to have stricter boundaries around my time. sister. Welcome to the Happy, Purposeful, and Free podcast, where we are all about going after our dreams, living aligned with our soul's purpose, and playing all out. I'm your guide, Katrina Lully, life and biz mentor, entrepreneur, mom of four, wife, and big kid at heart. This is where you will get the realest of the real from me and our special guests about living a life with passion, alignment, and what's true for you. We don't do the small talk around here. We are all about being who we are, sharing the tools, tips, all the behind the scenes, and inspiring stories that empower you to boldly pursue your life. I will share all the goods on life, business, and relationships so that you can start living your happy, purposeful, and free. Let's do this thing together. Welcome back, sisters. So excited to be in the seats here with you today. I have brought a beautiful gem who we met online. Thank God for technology. Seriously, like thank God for technology and hashtags and all of the things that allow us to find women who are, you know, in alignment with what we're doing and kicking butt out there on Um, in their own businesses, in their own life. This is Tabitha, who is a productivity coach, passionate about helping new mom entrepreneurs to leverage their time and energy using proven productivity techniques and scalable strategies to crush their business goals without guilt or burnout. She's addicted to Bulletproof Coffee, which I've not tried that yet, personal growth books, and family dance parties. Yes, as a blogger, course creator, coach, and mom with a BA in psychology and a master's in business, Tabitha runs her productivity coaching business while raising her son and daughter with her husband in Alaska, which (laughs) is so fun. My husband really wants to move to Alaska one day. I don't really know why I've been there, but um, (laughs) I don't know if I want to live there. It's not for everyone. There's lots of pros, but yeah, it's an extreme lifestyle in some ways. Yes, yes, it is. And I guess it's all dependent upon where you live as well. So which would make sense. Um, So thank you so much, Tabitha, for coming today. I love what you do because I know as a mama, especially when we have younger ones around, And not even just that, as our kids get older, they do get busier with activities and trying to coordinate all of the things. 
you help moms like literally keep their hair, right? Like, <laughs> so we're not tearing it out. Gray still like mine, but yes, keep more of it maybe. <laughs> gray, I think of that as like that's that's part of the wisdom that comes from all of it. <laughs> I think so. I'm I'm about I'm all I've almost got some stripes going on here, so I must be very wise. I do too. I do too. I've got it. I'm like okay, it's time to go. I don't actually. I I go back and forth between whether or not I want the gray to grow out. You know. Same. Same. You know, apparently it's getting to be on the cool trend. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I can get on that, I think. <laughs> Definitely. So, okay, Tabitha, I love asking my all of my people this question that come on the show. Uh, what did you want to be when you were a little girl, when you grew up? Oh, my gosh. I, I remember when I was about four, I really, really wanted to be a ballerina. But my mom really discouraged me from that because I was a really chubby little kid. <laughs> and didn't really have like the body type, but I remember that was probably like the first dream I had that I can remember. Mm, I, that's beautiful. (laughs) And that's a very little girl, like big dreams to dance. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's so, I love that. I love that so much. Uh, so we heard your bio, but tell us a little bit more about you, who you are, why, why, why this kind of coaching? Yeah. So I have lived in Alaska my whole life. I'm Alaskan born and raised, and I've just always been super interested in like efficiencies and systems and routines and habits. And my husband teases me that I use the word calendar and routine way too often, (laughs) but I just always love the challenge of personal growth and like, how can I do this better? How can I do it faster, more efficiently? How can I be more aligned? And I also am an Enneagram too. So I love helping other people. So it's really like I learn something, digest it, improve it to the best I can, um, and then share it with other people. And that's just kind of how it has evolved. I originally started out as like a mom blogger. So my blog was just anything that I had learned in motherhood, tips, tricks, anything that I thought could make something easier for other moms. And then it just slowly evolved over time. Like I started creating courses because I felt that blogging was really wonderful, but I felt like I was contributing to the information overwhelm. And I wanted to help people go from information to transformation. And that's kind of how I ended up even coaching because People really see, myself included, um, we're not machines. We need that encouragement, support, and that accountability to really do things to have that positive change over time. And so I've learned, as I've learned these things for myself, my business has grown right along with me, which is one of the beautiful things about being an entrepreneur. You get to do what you want. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. What you said there is so, so like, so vital. I, I have been the information person and it keeps us stuck. And so for you to see that for yourself, number one, and then number two, like, okay, how can I help women move forward is so awesome. It is so awesome because it can't, it's, it's very easy to get into that. Okay. I'm just going to like read the blogs. I'm going to read, listen to the podcast, read the books. And we get inspired from those. Rarely do we see somebody actually take take action from it, though. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that is actually something that is so crucial in my business. And what I teach my clients is it's so easy to get caught in that all or nothing thinking 
but it's really those small consistent steps over time. So a big piece of what we do is, okay, that is your goal. Awesome. Or that is what you want to do. That's what you want to create. Let's break it down into tiny little pieces so that you can do that, so that you can make steps on your journey. Enjoy today where you're not just maxed out. I want to do as much as I possibly can in my business today. That's not the goal. It's a balance of enjoying the journey and then knowing that you're doing the right things that are moving you in the direction that you want to go. And I think that is really, that was a huge aha moment for myself is I always thought that I was taking action. I'm like, I'm a doer. I get things done. But a large part of what I was doing when I first started my business was learning, learning, learning and never doing. And then I realized when you actually do the thing You learn so much more because you learn what actually works for you and what doesn't versus learning the theory is great, but if you never take action, then you never really learn what works well for you. And then you can't adjust it into something that you can do consistently, which is actually going to make the positive change in your life. You can't just overhaul everything in a day or a week or a month. It's all about those small, consistent steps and continuing consistently ongoing, (laughs) taking action. Yeah, absolutely. And what I have found, and I don't know if you see this in your clients and for yourself too, we actually don't have to do as much as we think we're supposed to. Absolutely. Um, A huge part is knowing what your priorities are. It is so easy to get caught in the trap of feeling like I've got this endless to-do list. I just need to do more, more, more. And my goal every day is to get as much done as I can. That is exactly the recipe for overwhelm, burnout, analysis, paralysis, doing the things that don't matter. So a big thing that I teach also is knowing your priorities. What is an action, something that's really going to make a difference in your life? Pick just three things, make those your priorities. And then if you get to other stuff, that's great, but you don't have that overwhelm. You give yourself permission and then you're able to focus and you know that you are doing what really matters and you're being proactive and you're being aligned so that you know that what you're doing is those are the right steps that make a difference and you're going to feel so much better being intentional in that way. Mm, I love that. Like there is too much going on, especially like in the world right now, as we know, like there's so much going on, so much information out there, not just for our businesses, but just in general. Mm -hmm. And so any kind of tips and help and all of like what you just shared is it's crucial to protect our mental well-being. And we don't need that added stress in our businesses at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so good. So, so good. And so- the other thing is you can find, uh, there's so many conflicting opinions. Like you can find someone who says, I went left and that was the best thing and look how successful I am. And then someone in the same, appears to be the same situation. They're like, well, I went right and that is the only direction to go. So really taking action is how you learn again, what works for you. It's not just about, you know, it's about trying different things, but not being married to the idea, this worked for this person. So it has to work for me. That's not necessarily the case. Your journey, what makes it feel fun and easy for you and your strengths and personality and who you are and your season of life is going to be different and totally unique from what anyone else is finding success with. Yeah, a thousand percent. And as you're speaking, I'm like, yeah, we're all unique individuals. There There are proven strategies out there that will work, but they get tailored to who you are. 
you may not post at the same time as this strategy says to post. Maybe, you know, and it depends on your ideal client as well, right? Like it's just, it's different. And maybe instead of five times a week, you want to do three times a week. Like all of all of that uniqueness and will bring it into who you are. And I that's why I'm so passionate about this work that you do, the work that I do, because it's not a one size fits all. And the what the most important thing is, if that proven strategy does not feel good for you, it's not going to produce the results that you want it to. Exactly. I completely agree. If it feels like drudgery, that is exactly what it's going to be. It's going to lead to that overwhelm, burnout. You're not going to enjoy your business. I talk a lot about how you should build a business around your life, not a life around your business. So your life goals are the primary focus and your business should support that. Your business should be aligned with your life mission and purpose. And that really makes all the difference in making the journey more enjoyable because like instead of like, doing analytics right now. I'm here hanging out talking with you for my business. Like this is way more fun and this works well for me because I enjoy it. And if someone who's maybe super introverted doesn't enjoy this, maybe they should be doing like the ads that requires more of the analytical brain to find their ideal client. And exactly like you said, we are all unique. And what is really wild is we attract a unique audience also. So we have so much information within us that's unique to us and what works well for us is going to work well for our audience. Because if we are doing something that is not a good fit, we don't like it, we're going to attract the wrong person. We're not going to do it well. There's a whole myriad of issues there. So enjoying the journey, choosing a strategy that feels good, feels maybe even easy or fun or like self-care even, that that's the strategy that you want to find. And if it takes some trial and error, it's not like I just woke up one day and knew all the answers, but you should at least have that intention as you're setting your direction and moving along your path. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we get into this space because we, we say we want more freedom or we want more time. We want to design our own lives. And then I often see how entrepreneurs end up in that burnout, in that overwhelm. They're not free. They're not owning their life. And there is a time for kind of putting your nose to the ground and running, Mm -hmm. probably when you're launching something or things like that, but it's not meant to be 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think that is, you hit the nail on the head and the irony is that we become entrepreneurs because we are inspired by the time freedom, the financial freedom. And then if we are doing the wrong things that are not priorities or we're following the strategies that are not a good fit, we end up spending all of this time and probably not making any or much money because we are trying to fit a square peg into a round hole, so to speak. And so it is so essential that you are building that in a way that is meaningful. And also, like you said, making sure you have those big rocks of your life. Like, what are my priorities in life and designing your business around that? Like, don't plan a launch for the week you're on family like vacation. Yeah. Right. So that is all that's all built into what um, I teach a lot about, too, is setting those goals, layering in those personal goals, not just forgetting about the personal goals and only setting business goals. I do both with my clients so that everything moves forward in harmony. And like you said, there are seasons where you're busier with your business because it's a launch. Maybe you're busier in your business because you're preparing for maternity leave. 
And then maternity leave would be a season where you're doing a lot less in your business. So when you are intentional and you plan these things in advance, it's so much smoother than running around, putting out fires, trying to relax on the beach with your margarita. And then also like catching all the DMs as you're trying to sell your new course. Like that's not enjoyable. And you're probably not going to have a very successful lunch, lunch, lunch. It autocorrects to lunch all the time. And apparently I'm autocorrecting myself now. Darn it. Um, so yeah, so then you're probably going to fail at both. You're not going to enjoy your vacation and you're not going to have a successful launch. So being intentional and beginning with the end in mind and planning for these things and layering them in, in a harmonious way and having different seasons flexing based on kind of the life goals that you have in that season makes a huge difference. Mm, So, so, so good. Hey, beautiful. I needed to just pop in here really quick to let you know about a special space that is available just for you. I have opened up my one-on-one coaching spots. And one of those spots, I think just might have your name on it. If you're anything like my clients, you've had a deep knowing that there's more for you, but you're unsure of how to tap into it. Maybe you want to make yourself a priority, but guilt overcomes you. Some of you, you've created a pretty good life for yourself, but you're not sure that you actually deserve it all. That's that imposter syndrome. Maybe you're ready to uplevel your life even more and you're tired of investing in programs that don't seem to work. You know that fear is holding you back and cannot seem to get past it. You're also ready to meet your highest self. This is where working on one-on-one with me in this coaching space provides a clear, precise container where you get hands-on action, hands-on in discovering what is actually truly holding you back, uncovering that through my four-step transformation process. We're going to get clear on your vision and align your purpose in business, life, relationships. We'll nurture and heal your relationship with yourself. We're going to help you rediscover and step into your highest self. Like I said, we'll uncover and remove what is holding you back. And we're going to build this new foundation of both clarity and confidence in all areas of your life. This and so much more is available to you in the one-on-one coaching container. If you're feeling called, if you're feeling pulled to find out what does this actually look like for you, go to the link in my show notes to book a discovery call with me or just shoot me an email over at Katrina at KatrinaLully.co. And I'd be happy to jump on a one-on-one call to make sure we're both a good fit for one another. So tell us, like, what are some ways that we can, like, 10x our productivity while remaining as peaceful and calm and have fun while doing at the same time? (laughs) Yeah, so a big thing for me is time blocking. I do that a little bit differently than some people because I have the kind of structure, but also the flexibility. It's like... You want to have that structure because work will expand to fill time. And so it's like that classic example of like, okay, I'm going to work out today. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't work out this morning, so I'll work out later. And then like, oh, I can't work out now. I just ate lunch and I've got a full tummy. And then like, anyways, this goes on all day. You thought about it all day and then you're crawling into bed at night and you're like, how the heck did I not work out today? I had planned to work out and it never even happened. Guilty. So, yeah. <laughs> 
So when you have a time blocking schedule, you have a window of time and it doesn't mean you work out every day because you have a window of time that is assigned to exercise. It just makes it so that it doesn't nag at your attention and drain your energy all day. So you have a block of time, a two to four hour block where that was, that's where you do kind of your routines that are your healthy habits. And if you didn't work out, darn, okay, I have to work out tomorrow then it's going to be during that window. I'm not going to worry about it for the rest of today. And so that's one of my favorite things is time blocking and having those windows of time to accomplish certain types of tasks. And another piece is having priorities, especially in your business, knowing what your top three, I call them accelerators. And those are things that make you go further faster. So those are things that either make everything else else easier, or they are directly income generating tasks or happiness generating tasks. So those are the things that are going to make a difference in your life. And those are the things that align with your life purpose and mission and doing those moves you down the path toward your goals, but then also you enjoy the day because you know you're doing the right things. And this is what I feel like a lot of moms easily fall into is run into a reactive pattern. They start the day reactive. You wake up to your baby crying and then everybody just needs you. You literally don't have a second to think. At the end of the day, you're exhausted and you feel like I don't even, what did I even do today? And that is a reactive pattern. And so having a proactive pattern starts with having your priorities. And so you know what needs to get done and it makes you less easier to not fall victim to other priorities. Like, why did I just volunteer for that? That's a busy week for me. I already said yes. You know, um, which I guess goes into the third point, which is boundaries. Boundaries are how you can protect your priorities and your time, even boundaries around your time blocks and boundaries around people. And you even have priorities with your relationships. You know, I think um, as a recovering people pleaser, a trap that I used to fall into, it's not a business example, but um, helping other people and meeting the needs of other people. And then my husband's like, Hey, like, I'd like your help with something. And I'm like, whatever, I'll get to you later. I'm like, okay, well, like my priorities, that doesn't align with my, my life mission and purpose, because I want to have a strong marriage and a really good foundation for my family. And so I realized I was not in alignment and making my husband and his needs a higher priority is essential um, to make everything else run smoothly. And, you know, helping a random stranger with something because they happen to ask is not the best use of my time. And I need to have stricter boundaries around my time. Yeah, I love that one big time. And it's it's a work in pro- it's always a work in progress, always, especially yes. as you grow and you you identify new things and it's like, okay, oh yeah, I said, I'm not doing this. Like I I've had to go back and be like, okay, you know what? I didn't respect my boundaries here. So yes. we need to make some adjustments. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so time blocking boundary or priorities and then boundaries that um, support those priorities are huge. Um, another thing that kind of goes into the time blocking is I'm a big fan of having a morning and evening routine, kind of a bookend to the day. The morning routine is a super proactive way to prime your brain for an incredible day. Um, I also am a morning person, so I love having my focused work block right after I have my morning routine. And then that is my working block before my kids and my husband wake. And that's, I mean, not foolproof by any means, but less likely to be interrupted, which really helps with productivity when you could focus. You're not trying, 
you're not distracted, you're not trying to multitask. And if you're not a morning person, that's totally fine. Maybe it's afternoon naps or screen time, or maybe it's evening after the kids go to bed, just whenever you feel like you have the energy to do that focused work and you can carve that out. Um, that really helps with productivity. And that is another piece that's important too, is monitoring your energy and noticing when you have energy and when you don't, because if you are really tired in the evening, uh, that would be me. I'm exhausted in the evening, but I also get up at 4.30 in the morning. So if I were to schedule anything, like my coach does sessions at, I think it's like 7.30 or 8.30 her time, I would be completely drained and depleted and exhausted and have nothing left to give my clients. And it would be not valuable for either of us. So why would I push myself to do that when I can take client calls first thing in the morning and they're like, wait, what time is it for you? Why are you so like excited and chipper? And yeah, this is crazy um, and creative. And, and But that's the window of time where I feel that way. So knowing your energy and following your energy definitely boosts your productivity. Mm, that's, a, that's such an important one. And, you know, uh, I have had to, again, that's another one, like I've had to really take a look at when am I most productive? When am I, I'm not a morning person necessarily. Um, I am, once I get up, like that's when I have the most energy, but I, 4.30 is, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're my hero. <laughs> I love it though. That's what, but that's what works for you. And that's why it's like, when we were talking about earlier, it's so important to find what works for, for you, for you uniquely who you are. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. And one last thing that I love for being more productive is batching. So this kind of goes into your attention and distractions, but when you can group similar activities together, you build up that momentum and you can really get going and get your kind of a flow of what you are doing versus starting and stopping. Um, and this can be batching by, uh, a theme in your business, like having a day that is like tech day. Like for me, I do not like technology and it, those issues seem to go awry easily for me. I'm working on that. So I should be affirming something different. But anyways, <laughs> I, uh, I batch those tasks, like any little bugs, any little weird stuff. I put that on Thursdays. So that is like my tech day. I consolidate all, I have an ongoing list of tech things. And then those Thursdays, that's when I, okay, what needs to be updated? I have my blog open. I have all the website related stuff open. I just get in the zone, get it all done. It's easier to notice mistakes because I'm fully in it. I'm like in web website mode or whatever um, versus like, oh, this bug came up. Let me just drop everything and change the title. I had a typo in this title or something like that is going to be like, I'm going to have a high resistance to it because I don't want to do it. And then I have to open the website and, you know, get it. And I'm going to miss maybe something that if I were in the zone of doing tech issues, maybe I would have noticed more easily. And it works for home too. Like I usually do my meal prep in the morning while my kids are eating breakfast. I literally just gave them breakfast. I unloaded the dishwasher and then I do my meal prep. And then those dishes, when they're dirty, go straight into the dishwasher. I'm not going to start and stop and clean my kitchen multiple times. I mean, outside of 
unfortunately you can't batch process feeding your children once a day, <laughs> not work for them. Most of them yeah. probably mine's more like six times a day, but even I will prep snacks that you can have handy. I don't have to be cutting up apples three times a day. I just cut them up and they're available for the day or a couple days um, or whatever it is, you know, sliced cheese and um, just batching anything that you can getting creative, the things that you either, all the things that have to be done in the kitchen, do those while you're in the kitchen. Or if it's your business doing the tech, do all the tech stuff once a week so that it doesn't become a long, hairy, scary list. And you just do it once a week. So that you don't feel like I'm just going to put it off for all eternity. I'm going to put it off till Thursday and then it's going to get done. Cause that's a Thursday thing. Yeah. I, I love, like, those are all so helpful. And I love how you tied it into like meal prepping or getting the things ready. Cause I was thinking about that as you're talking, I'm like, you could apply this to any area of your life where you have to-do lists, where you have things, you know, you need to prioritize and think. And I was thought about how beautiful this system is in not only 10 x your productivity, but bringing you and allowing you to be present in what you're doing during that time. Look at, think about how more, how much more present you can be with your kids because you know, you're doing your work at this time. This is what you get to do this day. This is what you accomplish. You have your, your list, you get it done and you can, you can release that, let it go. My work is done. Now it's kid time. Now I get to be here with my kids and my, and my husband and whomever I need to be present with, or like self-care time. I get to be present with me. I don't have to worry about the other stuff. Doesn't mean we don't, but like, I just, I think it's a beautiful process. Yes. And it's, I think you bring up a good point. Like there are certainly times where I'm with my kids and I'm not fully present and um, yeah, there's still struggles around that, but I'm not like putting off this thing like, oh, there was this critical client. I'm, I need to send an invoice to get paid. And gosh, I just haven't done that. I'm not sure when I'm going to do that today, but you know, I'm doing laundry and then I'm like in bed, like, oh my gosh, I didn't send that contract. That never, that never happens. That would be done first thing. And then I know that anything that is absolutely critical is done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just thinking about how accomplished you feel. And, you know, how, like how much more productive you feel. And we know that feeds like our feel goodness. And um, so I think it's brilliant. Like, I just love that you teach it. And I love that you tie, you know, it's not just business. You're very aware, like we're moms. We have personal outside stuff going on. We have personal goals that we want to accomplish as well. So you take care of that whole well-being. Yes, absolutely. You can be a present mom and a profitable entrepreneur. The key is just that intention and knowing where to focus when. And that I think is why time blocking and having an intention even for each of those blocks really helps you. And it's not to say that if I'm in a working block and my kids wake up and they're hungry for breakfast, it's not like I'm not going to feed them, Right. but I might make them wait 10 minutes. They know that is my block of working time. They, they get used to that over time. And then they also know when they have their time, like my kids very quickly will tell me like no phone, like my son is learning to read. And there've been times where I'm like, you know, he's sounding words out and it's going a little slow. And I'm like, I can just check my phone. He's like, no, like that's a non-starter. Like he knows like, this is my time. You need to be here present with me. Um, so kids are really great at helping you enforce that boundary with yourself. Yeah. And I think it's great that you said, like, I'm not going to necessarily not feed them, but they can wait 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't, 
that's a, that's a big boundary to be aware of. And whenever I talk to moms who are like, well, I've got to get on this and they need this. And I'm like, let's wait, let's back up a little bit. Let's check on what, who's, who are you actually trying to fulfill right now? Like, who are you, what are, what are you, what need are you trying to actually reach? I don't, it's not about the kids. It's something with, you know, so I think that's, I, I love when I hear moms, other moms that are on that same page with me. Cause I'm like, my kids can wait 10 minutes. Yes. I actually, that was a big learning moment for me. I think, I think our son was maybe like a year old and like we were, I got his food, I got him some water. And then, um, my husband was sitting down and eating. I just sat down with my plate. And then, um, my, I think my son wanted like another cup of water or something. And I was like, Oh, and I like started to get up. And my husband was like, no, he's like, you can sit here and like finish your meal. Or, you know, like just, you don't have to constantly get up. Like, I was just like, oh, I don't like it literally had not occurred to me. And I think that really as a mom, like when you first have your baby, um, they do have immediate needs, like, you know, like a little newborn, like you don't want to not change their diaper because they get rashes so easily and you don't want to feed them or not feed them when they're like crying. Like you, you know, the way their little bodies work, they do need that urgency and that immediacy of like, okay, my baby's fussing because they're hungry. It's not going to go well. If I put it off, it's just going to get a lot worse. So feed them when they're hungry. But I think the thing that is really wild is that we keep that reactive pattern and then they're like four or five and we don't realize like, oh, like, I don't know. He can peel his orange himself. He can wait 10 minutes to eat. He can go get the orange himself to make a snack. Like he he can be a little more independent. You just get trapped in that reactive cycle. And then there's so many perks of that too. Like when you raise your child to be more independent and more patient, you cultivate those things in them, which builds their self-confidence, which teaches them that they can do things for themselves, which taking action for yourself on your priorities, kind of like life lesson. One of the things that I try to lead by example, and it all just really flows together perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's so, so good. If you take nothing else from the podcast, that's gold right there. Like just knowing, knowing that and implementing that for sure. So what do you have, what are you working on? Um, what are you, well, let me ask you this. What are you most excited about finishing out this year for yourself and your business? Um, what do you have going on? So my big thing is that I launched, I think it was last month. I feel like time, there's like a time work. Like my son started in kindergarten and fall <laughs> is like, the most beautiful month here in Alaska. And so you just like go, go, go and try to cram it all in before the snow flies, which I'm literally looking at snow right now. And oh it's my gosh. October. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's been a whirlwind, but the thing that has been really exciting in my business is I created a membership, which I thought I would never do. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's a lot of work ongoing, always creating content, but it is actually like so amazing because I'm with these people, these moms. It's not like I create a course, you go do it. Yeah, like email me if you have any questions. It's like, okay, we're here. I have live sessions. So I teach a productivity technique each month and then a strategy technique or scalable strategy each month. And then I have a live Q&A each month so they can check in. And the questions can be about anything. It can be about the um, productivity lab or the strategy lab or something in their business, their personal life, whatever. I'm an open book. And then we have a planning session that's live. 
at the end of each month, which really helps because so many people feel like they don't have time to set goals. And then if they set them, it's once a year and they never even go back and check, like, what was my goal? (laughs) They put all this thought and effort into maybe setting an annual goal, but then they don't break that down into a quarterly goal, which then can be broken down into a monthly goal. And then we even walk through how to assign those big rocks for weekly goals. And then I go through like my evening um, and daily planning process. And so we sit down together for an hour live, go through and do it all together. So a big part for me is aligning your days with your life purpose and mission and, and being present and enjoying the journey. And it's a great way to stop and reflect and check in on those things. And it has been so much fun. And then I also have a mastermind, which is like that on steroids, um, pretty much. But it's been so fun having that sense of community. Everyone really helps encourage each other, supports each other. It's been really cool to connect people like, oh, do you know anyone who does like Pinterest? Oh, yeah, so-and-so in our community does. And it's been just so much fun. I love that. Uh, masterminds are so much fun. I've been a part of a few and it's on my heart to do a mastermind next year. So oh, you should. It's yeah. such a blast. Yeah, yeah. It's the most beautiful relationships happen out of there. Um, and the, and the most beautiful growth for sure. Mm-hmm. And those are like lifelong biz besties. Like, yes. um, I have like a core, the first mastermind I was ever in, like we all still support each other and keep in touch. And it's so fun. That's awesome. I love that so, so much. I want to ask you when I, what is your happy, purposeful and free? My happy, purposeful and free. Yeah. And free. What is that for you? I think that is really when it comes down to it, it is living my best life, being the best version of myself and being an example of that for my family and making a positive impact in not only my family, but in the world. And I know this sounds like a little bit cheesy, but I feel like working with moms is one of the greatest, like best kept secrets of making a positive impact in the world because moms have such a powerful impact in our families. And you think about maybe it's a powerful man running a country or whatever, like his mom shaped him. I just love, and then I love working with other moms who are impacting other moms. And it's just this incredible ripple effect. And it's just so beautiful. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, what a, what a, what an amazing mission that you're on and the things that you are creating. Is there anything else on your heart you want to share before we go? Gosh, I guess the only thing is if you guys wanted, um, I have a freebie that I can offer to you guys. It's a CEO hub and it's a Trello board. And if you're not familiar with Trello, it's super simple, plug and play, free account, but you can just get that to get yourself organized in your business. And I give a lot, a lot, like so much in there. Like my coach was like, you should charge for this. And I'm like, ah, but I love, it's like a foundation. So you can put Everything will be all in one place, like even your like your tagline, your business name, your bio. So you feel so organized and everything's in one place. That alone will save you tons of time. And then I also put lots of tidbits in there that help you like about your customer journey. You can be like, oh, there's a hole in my customer journey. Or so there's like, you can see what you have and see what you need and have your final version. I don't know about you, but I used to have like 
I don't know, even my bios. I'm like, I've got like <laughs> 10 versions in this Google Drive. Like what's even the current one? I don't remember. And so if you have a Trello board, you put your final version there and then it's so easy to find, so easy to hand off to a VA if you're at that point. And um, so yeah, that's just a free CEO hub that your audience is welcome to snag if they would like to. Ah, beautiful. What an amazing gift. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for uh, showing up and doing the work that you do, shining your light and coming on and sharing that with, you know, my audience. I, I just appreciate you. And I'm so excited to, to continue to be on the journey together. And, uh, you know, I know so many people are going to get so much amazing value out of this episode. So make sure you tag us both. Uh, I will, I will link our, her Instagram up in the show notes. And until next time, remember you deserve to be your happy, purposeful, and free. much for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can so please if you liked what you heard it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review and share this episode with a girlfriend don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time. Bye.